Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's one motherfucker you woke up and say, all right, I can't wait to play this motherfucker? This. Say what now? Say What's one person that you, you just like, I can't wait to play his ass? I mean, that's, that, that's a lot of different people. I mean, all depends on, you know, what situation is that? Are you talking about a quarterback? Are you talking about a running back? No, I'm talking, talking about, about what somebody up front. About? I want to know, huh? like, when you say, God damn, like, for instance. Do I want an person, easy day or do I want a hard want a day? Hard day. day? I want so a hard like, day. Yeah, who gave you I'm talking about who day? gave you the hardest day. Who gave, who gave you crazy work? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta I gotta sit there, you guys be talking to me, and then I've the area at, and then y'all saying certain things that crazy work. I'm fine. Now I gotta disseminate. What the f crazy work mean? Okay. <laughs> you got a number? I gave him crazy work. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah, wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pill. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team, he gotta eat, you know. Spike, spike your skills, fat. Keep it riding for the fam. You gotta light the wooden wheels straight up. But in the past bad, work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah, and my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas. Athletes are some of the healthiest people on the planet. Adopt a lifestyle with an all-new HOA Plus app. What's up, athletes? It's your girl, Mariah HOA here. Plus delivers daily workout classes with real coaches tailored just for you. We are making it easier to train, fuel, and recover where you are. You made it. Live like an athlete. Join the tribe on HOA Plus. Misunderstood. A lot of athletes are misunderstood uh, because when we show up on the football field or the court, step in the arena, people come for one thing. They come to see us shoot a basketball, tackle somebody, throw a touchdown. And when you introduce something new, then you have to have that conversation that we're more than an athlete. So misunderstood is an adjective that describes not only this show, I Am Athlete, but the people that sit on this show. Super excited about another episode. Um, season four has been phenomenal. Thank you guys for your support. I'm excited to sit down with this person, Ashley. Um, I said misunderstood, but also this person um, really just don't care about what you think of him. And um, I think that's important because a lot of us are sensitive and it hurts us in the long run sometimes when you try to take mm -hmm. on everybody's opinions. Mm -hmm. So is your word misunderstood? Misunderstood and don't give a damn. 
<laughs> so misunderstood, unapologetic. There we go. That seems to be a trend. There we go. Yeah. I'm going to go multi-layered. I think that we see different versions of people in their lives and we expect them maybe to be one way versus the other, depending on what they do, depending on the status that they have. But I think that people are multi-layered and I think we forget that. And I think when we see that in 3D, as you said, as unapologetic as possible, I think it's a reminder that people aren't perfect and people have layers. That's right. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Game Changer, since everybody provided the description. Uh, the 3-4 defense didn't exist until this person stepped on a football field. Tell me another person that created an entire defense. Mm. Well, I'll say this. He, like you said, he did change the game. For a defensive player, I've never seen anybody ever walk the earth that was as gifted as him as a defensive player. My word is, Great. You're kind of mysterious a little bit, right? Like you don't do a lot of interviews. You don't sit down with everyone, you know? And, and I think that was one of the first questions I wanted to ask you, you know, why? You know, it's like you're shy away. A lot of people want to be in front of the camera, especially our legends. You know, we talk about our goats. Why don't you like the camera? I don't see a need for it. If you want to know what I'm doing, read the paper, the front page of the paper uh, uh, next week. They'll tell you what I'm doing. I love the sports, but I, I love my, you know, to be quiet. I love to, to be unnoticed as much as I can. You know, I, I was listening to your introduction. Do I really care? Mm. Do I really give up? All right? I don't know. Do I? And sometimes, yeah, I, I care about what my girl says to, uh, to me, my, my lady. I, I, say, I care about what my mama says. I care about what my father says. I care about what my kids think. I care about uh, what my friends think. I care about what people think. But I'm not going to kiss their ass for they can be, oh, oh, uh, oh, he's nice. Guys, I am who I am. I'm not a, a politician, I'm not, I, I, I'm not a writer, I'm not a song singer, I'm not a rapper, I'm a football player. Yes. And this is what I do. This is what I do. And I hope, I hope you understand, I, I've done it to the best that I can do it, all right? This is what I can do. Excuse my language, I mean. No, you're let good. Me, right. Let me ask no, you good. something right there. Okay. Are you the best defensive player? Or are you the best player to ever play football? What do you, I'm not going to say I'm the best player to ever play football. What about but defense? am I the best defensive player? Okay. If not, who? Brandon? Mm. Reggie White. <laughs> Reggie White's a great player. And I, and I put him up there in the same, uh, uh, same classes myself. Every time I walk into a room, or I pick up a paper or something, it's oh, LT, uh, you know, hey, I see an article, they talk about all these people. And then always at the last, my name always shows up in the last sentence of the last paragraph just before they say greatest of all time. Mm. Okay. So there's a couple things for me. When you were talking about who you are and, and, and yeah. what you care about, you said I'm a football player. So what is a football player? Because you're retired, right? So yes. 
I, I just I found that interesting that you referred to yourself as a football player. You know, people ask you all, me all the time, well, hey, about this business, you know, I've lost a lot of money in, in businesses because in the game of football, I know everything. I, I know what's going on. I know what, when I was on the field, I know what the guy beside me doing. I know the, what the guy <laughs> beside him is doing. I know what everybody on that side is doing, what this guy's doing behind me, what this guy's doing behind me. Well, hey, DBs, you guys are in the game too? I know what you are doing. I know what everybody's doing. Sometimes, you, you know, life, I get confused. You know, things happen. Simple as that. I say I'm a football player and I say it proudly. I say it proudly. I, um, I go out here, I understand regiment, I understand uh, you got uh, preparation, I understand uh, uh, dedication, I understand uh, 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 going out there like a bunch of crazy dogs. I understand all that shit. I understand all that stuff. And that's what I do on the football field. It's a little bit different in life. Right. Would right. you say, and this reminds me of something Odell said when he was playing for the Giants, mm -hmm. and there was all this media scrutiny that he was facing, and he came out and said, I'm not having fun anymore. Football's not fun for me anymore. And I kind of feel like Kyrie Irving is similar in that sense that he loves the sport. He loves the game. He yeah. loves the grind. He just, he eats, breathes, and sleeps it. But he hates the politics that come with being a professional athlete, would you say that that was the hardest part for you? Was the politics, was the everything that came outside of what you did in the gym, on the field, with your teammates? You gotta understand though, when, back in the days when I was playing football, a little bit, I'm a little bit older than... You 64? Yeah, yeah, almost 64, yeah, a couple of days. So I, you know, like I said, I know what everybody's doing. I know what, 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 what life's about. And, and I look at it nowadays, in you guys' era, would I have survived this, this, this era? Absolutely Probably not. not. Because mm -hmm. you're going to say, if something happens on Monday or Saturday night or Sunday after a game, all you got to do is make it to Tuesday. <laughs> okay? You make it to Tuesday, shit, ain't nobody going to know you know, so I'm saying. Explain okay, that. What do you mean? When the media, because the it media, so social media, and all this. Social, the, the media, social media is so strong. I mean, listen, I, I, I got in in uh, some bullshit, and on Monday I said, "Oh, hey, I'm counting down the hours just to get past <laughs> Monday. Get <laughs> past Monday. To listen, they just continued recess on Tuesday because they it, it, it wasn't enough stations. It's not enough mm -hmm. uh, to well, um." Worry about what the hell was coming out. Well, yeah, what you not doing? Enough channels. Listen, yeah, it's, not it's, enough channels. It's, 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 him being in the mecca but of New York, you'd be also like, know how to mind their business. You was in New York, like that's like the mecca of the media. Like, okay. I would, and I'm just, I'm just. I and? would think they would, they no. would be more. Fuck, I, hey, listen, you, hold up, hold up. I gave them their headlines. I gave them the headlines. Don't worry about it. They had enough <laughs> headlines from if me. If you but, feed them yeah, good stuff, feed they can write. They, they right. look the other way. Yeah. They will. TMZ didn't exist. The biggest thing probably, you know, in the 90s was like page six was like, yeah, you ended up six. in page right. six. It right. was like, but right. eventually that would move on. Now, right. was, Did y'all really drink beer and smoke cigarettes in the locker room at halftime? What, they don't do that no more? <laughs> 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 they banned that. <laughs> Bro, 
if I would have been in the league right now, I'd probably be smoking you a can't blunt even, after you, every game. You can't even dip. What's the difference between smoking weed and a cigar? You can't dip. No, you can't dip in it's the NFL. Legal. It's legal. You said after a game or at halftime? No, no, Those they are different. Yeah. No, they, they, about they don't even have beer at, after the game. No. They, uh, beer after the game. That's beer. done now, but back in their era, though, you would come in the locker room. They would have uppers, downers sitting there. Oh, wow. Bears sitting there. Yeah. But my point is, like, Joe them, they smoking cigars after every win. Mm -hmm. I would be in there smoking weed. It's legal. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. You ain't smoking no weed in the locker room. I for one of my teammates to hit a joint to hit a cigarette. You ain't smoking no weed in, in, in the locker room. No, look, what we, no, no, I'm just saying if it was today's time. Because yeah. today's time, oh, today, they're not getting tested for weed. Now y'all can smoke weed in the locker room? You smoke weed in the locker room? When do you smoke, smoke weed in the locker room? I don't smoke the vape in the locker room. Like a vape I ain't asked yeah, you that. Yeah. I said, you, you smoke weed? Before the game? Man, weed. Man, weed listen, in the vape. I ain't never, I listen, that. I played one year in the program, and my wife can tell you this, and I tried my best to cheat the shit out of them the whole year. I've always smoked before every game. I've never she played a game without smoking, pretty much besides the year that I was in the program, right around. Were you good? Did you play better or you play worse? I've, you tell me. What year uh, was it? I don't know. I got to check. Yeah, I was in the program. I was horrible. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. So you needed it. 15 was the year I got out the program. I think I was in there 13. Oh, it was it was bad. I, I, I didn't even want to go to work. Before, before we move on, because we could talk about the media stuff all day in different eras, mm -hmm. um, we can't just jump over this whole then who thing, right? Like greatest... Ooh. Defensive Ooh, player, because you brought up Reggie White. That's Reggie the only person but you can really name. I, I like Aaron Donald. Like I, no, I'm saying man, Aaron man, Donald. We've been arguing on the show, but he ain't had them same type of nuts when you were sitting right here. Who? Yeah. You? You talking about he? Aaron I won't Donald. say. I didn't. When I asked you, oh now rewind the camera. I said, so say something, Brandon. <laughs> so the conversation that we had. Earlier, Go ahead, let's hear it. Brandon is a Pittsburgh guy, um, and the argument that we had was you and Aaron Donald. He went with Aaron Donald. Okay. You know, of course, who I went with. You know what I mean? But, but I'm you your long-lost long son. <laughs> he played in the same era as Aaron Donald. That don't matter Listen, for me. Yeah, yeah, fool, stop all this. Stop your lying. Listen, you played in the same era as him. You probably got a little deal to say, my dog, hit me on this play. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> not Aaron Donald. He said you were in the book. No, 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 not Aaron stop. Donald. No, 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 no. That's what? not Aaron Donald. He got the same mindset that you had. I heard Aaron Donald. This is when I knew this dude was different, and you would have loved mm -hmm. playing with Aaron Donald. Mm -hmm. We had our, our guard mutt one of his defensive tackles. I'm talking about driving to the sideline, mm, put him on the ground. Mm -hmm. Aaron Donald grabbed his teammate, a grown man, grabbed him like this and said, if you ever effing let him, a player do that to you again, you will never be on this field. You know how many people he done probably did that to? But my thing, when I look at the game, I look at the impact, Aaron Donald, he can play all positions. Was you going at the zero tech, one tech, two tech? Man, listen, one? whoa, 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 listen. Hey, listen, before you do so your you show, before guy. when you you need to be in your dad going a <laughs> locker room studying and, and, and knowing, knowing the story of the person you're going to interview. I know the because story. Because I do it all, okay? I do everything. No, I coach too. Yeah, I do everything. <laughs> <laughs> Would you even put Aaron Donald in that in the conversation for greatest? Absolutely. Defensive uh, defensive of all time. All time. Of all time. Give us your top you five. Give us your top five greatest defensive I him, players. I would put him in top five. I, I, I'm, of all he's time. pushing, he's pushing OG. Yeah. Okay. He's pushing you. Okay, so so you what you want me to give you give you what? You give now? me your top five. Um, you won. We we know you won. Okay, Reggie White. 
Deacon Jones. Ooh. Oh, wow. Um, Deacon Jones? See, he going errors. No, but that's real, though. Deacon Jones was a... Deacon Jones? Man, that's the home. I'm not I'm not. You know how many, you know what, how many people that he done made death with that day, uh, death with that day going hand slap to the ear and stuff? I mean, listen, he, 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 that's a good point. Man, listen, I used to tap, tap, tap that helmet all day. <laughs> That's why you can't hit nobody yeah. in the head no more. <laughs> no, but um, probably, I, know, I, I really Dion? Just, Dion Sanders up there? If you call him all positions, yeah, I got to put him up there too. Of course, Dion Sanders, you know, probably number four. I like Ronnie Lott. I did think Randy Light is uh, is is a, a hell of a hell of a player. I mean, so we're so. at five, and Aaron Donald's not in the list. Yes, Wait, no, but no, but listen, but I'll put him on the list if y'all want me to. Hey, it's Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> What's one person that you you just like? I can't wait to play his ass. I mean, that's that, that's a lot of different people. I mean, all depends on you know what situation is that. Are you talking about a quarterback? You talking about a running no, back? I'm talking you talking about, about what? Yeah, friend. I want to know. Like when you say, God damn, like for instance. Do I want an person, easy day or do I want a hard day? I want a hard, hard day. day. I want so a hard like, day. Yeah, I'm talking about who gave you the hardest day. Who gave, who gave you crazy work? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag crazy easy work. Day. <laughs> you had a lot of easy days. I got to sit there, you guys be talking to me, and then I'm, and then y'all saying certain things that crazy work. I'm fine. Now I got to sit there with crazy work. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> the I'm trying to break this stuff down like, hey, I'm, I'm, that's why I ain't took my eye off you yet. Yeah. <laughs> Who gave you the biggest problems? That's what crazy oh, okay. work um, is. I would say probably physically, it was a cat from, um, he's a Hall of Famer from, 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 what's Philly? it? No, 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 none of that, none of that, none, none of those. Uh, um, What's his name? He's from Kansas City. Come on, give come on, give me something. Give me. I was that's not my area. Come oh, on, that was wearing leather helmets. Was he talking about? He talking about like I know. It was the lineman. Uh, when I first came in, and, and he was, and it was like it was it was hard. And then the first two years of Joe Jacoby's reign was 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 tough. And then I I learned. I'm gonna tell you this story here. Don't tell nobody. Okay. <laughs> So, you got me leaning in. Like, <laughs> Joe Jacoby used to wear my ass out because he was so big. You know, he's six nine, uh, three hundred and thirty some pounds, right? And and trying to get around that sometimes that's a long day. So we're playing Washington Redskins, all right? And you know, after curfew, curfew's at eleven. So you know, I went out about. 1130. So I'm sitting in the bar, man. I'm, I'm just before I get drunk as a skunk, right? Before the game. You know a better time? <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a killer of health. It's not like this story so far. I mean, what's wrong? But listen, so I go. I'm playing Joe Jacoby again, and you know, just playing, playing. All of a sudden, it is a, is a passing play. You know, you gotta say it, because I'm thinking to myself, man, shoot, hey, he's gonna wear my ass out. So I don't, ha I don't have my, my shoes tied, you know, face mask. I ain't buckle Chim nothing, right? Leather straps. So <laughs> I, rush, I rush up and I run up to him, and he freezes, and I freeze. 
So he went to extend his arms on me, snapped around, went around, hit the quarterback right dead in the back of the head. Wow. Next play, I did the same thing. I just like, like I'm drunk, I run on up there, stop, and he would try to hit me, and then I just go around him, right? I call him a drunk move. Yeah. <laughs> this is a true story. Hey, every game for the next five, six years, I wore his ass out every game. It got to a point where they had to, hey, hey, they, they started hiding him, you know, like, you know, I, I moved from side to side. They started, no, 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 you put it, put it, hey, wherever LT is, you, you go on the other side. I was killing it, mom. So one of the things that we was talking about when we was up in our room, he said we need to do our research and watch. No, he said you need to do your research yeah. and watch. He yeah, didn't say but anything I was about teeing him up. I was you up. I was teeing you up. Okay, tee me up then. Go I was teeing you up, but one of the things that we talked about was like, how do we start the show? And uh, we talked about stories. Right, you know, you're a legend and we respect you so much and we, we're so thankful that you're sitting on the show because you don't do this. I know. And when I think about sitting down with legends, I think about just literally that, like, yo, tell us this. Tell us about, tell us about MJ. Tell us about Bill Parcell. So, you know, I want to do that, like story time. That's what we talked about. We want to know about that Jordan golf game. Yeah. Okay, hey, cashier who, who, right who? over there. Just <laughs> see the cashier. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I don't talk for free. <laughs> <laughs> you can't give us the MJ story? Yeah, well, what, what, what story you want on MJ? MJ, hey, MJ's, uh, is, we, we play golf. He's, we went to school, to, oh, we didn't go together. But when I came back to school, uh, he was there. And um, we played a lot of golf, so good friends. Is it true he bets on anything? Everything and anything. <laughs> He'll bet on two grasshoppers trying to get across the deck on the street. I tell you, he'll bet on everything, anything. And, but, but you know what? He's smart. He's a smart guy. Uh, he must be taking that predigen. Maybe that's what he's taking. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Maybe that's what he's taking. But he's, he, but he's, um, he's a smart guy and, and, and a hell of a competitor. I mean, hey, all he cares is about is when, okay? We don't care how. Who got the better golf That's game? When. I probably did, but I'm probably not as strong now as I used to be uh, mm. with him. But you know why we talk about it all the time? I tell you all the time, you need to come in here and work out and train. But Man, you don't want to do listen, it. I'll be you, you, plenty of time for me to work out when I'm dead. I have a plenty of time to work out. And then you keep talking about you're retired. You're not retired. You I play am golf retired. every day. What? You play golf every day, so you're really not no, retired. No, I'm retired. What do you think retired people do? Yeah, but it's still physical. He's still going out there exerting himself. You're still exerting yourself. I didn't say that I was retired from life. I was retired from, from work. So my, all I'm saying is what are you, you saying? can still be out, better though. than MJ if you actually came in here, trained, got in the sauna, got an IV. Who says I'm not better than MJ? You just said it. It goes back and forth. I mean, listen. I play a lot of different people. I mean, listen, I would love to play your monkey ass. <laughs> I've been trying to get out there with you three <laughs> years. Well, he yeah, beat me yeah. Last but time, yeah, I listen, can't say hey, that. You, got you. you told, yeah. yeah, yeah, you gave me your card on the plane 
two years ago, and you want to call me yesterday. Okay, thank you. Well, for, you for, first off, on that plane ride that you was talking about, mm -hmm. you know, I said misunderstood, right? Mm -hmm. um, when they sit down with some of us, they don't know what they're getting, you know, and that's one facet of our, of our life when we're on camera, just people. Okay, of course, of course, right. of course. It was probably right around like 10, 10 p.m. that night. You know what you did when you got on that flight? You remember? No, I think I went to sleep, didn't I? No, you got out of your first class seat and you told a lady to take your first class seat and you went in the back and you sat in her seat. Oh, because she wanted to sit with her husband, though. I didn't want to sit with him. <laughs> <laughs> but you went to coach from first class. I don't mind that. That don't bother, that don't bother me. Don't but I think me. that brings up a good conversation because those stories mm -hmm. i mean obviously that was a story between the two of you but there were and nobody, other people and nobody would ever know there were other people on that plane right so like those are the stories that normally go unnoticed but the stories that don't paint you in the best light are often told and repeated really generations and, wow. and, and years and they're Man. not always the most factual there's you know whenever you get a story and especially in an era where there was no social media and things like that and mm -hmm. cameras and things to get exactly what happened it's like a tall tale it starts to change form so has there ever been a story that you've heard about yourself years after it happened that's not even remotely close to how it actually oh. went down oh wow i, I don't really i don't really listen to a lot of uh, stories and stuff. I mean, um, I really, I, I really don't even think about it because, you know, I, I, I don't. You know, it is what it is. I know it's going to be in the paper. It's going to be there. It doesn't change who I, how, who I deal with. It doesn't change who my friends are. It doesn't change who my parents are. It doesn't change who my, my kids are. It doesn't change. Driving, driving, driving down the highway the lights are on. There's some you you. I've there's seen athletes, all of them. There's athletes that have legendary stories. You're probably number one. Mm. They they say you were driving down a highway. Boom, giant stadium is lit up, and mm. you they're like you are like. I have a game tonight. Is that true or I not? I didn't know I had a game, but because that was the first time they had um. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed. Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed.
If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Sunday night football. <laughs> we don't do Sunday night football. It's always been Monday night. I just didn't realize Sunday. Uh, yeah, I was kind of wrong. I was kind of wrong. I was late. I got there, though. You was late to the game? I had a hell of a game, though. Pac in the production meeting and, and his wonderful wife were talking about how when Pac was playing, you avoided... ESPN and, yeah. and, and a lot of those sports networks because every time you turned it on, it was Pac. Yeah, Pac they, did this. Pac did that. Pac did this. Was that a similar experience for you? Like, did you avoid a lot of things during your career because you knew I'm going to be the headline? Oh, it's going to be me. Not. Apparently not. No. I didn't avoid anything. I mean, hey, What's up, chef? I do. I do what I do. Mm-hmm. You know. I play football. So we got Chef Danny here. We like to break bread. I know we, we'll get back to that. That was a, that was a great question. Uh, chef Danny is our resident chef. She's the best. Okay. And, um, you know, we like to break bread. Y'all go ahead and break bread. <laughs> we have an Asian fusion salad, so it has some tropical flavor to it, and it's glazed with some sesame, red ginger, um, and a little bit of teriyaki. And it's also topped with um, some crispy onions and a mango salsa because we are in Miami, so. You mentioned earlier that you didn't care how people portrayed you or how people thought of you. I didn't care. Just like anybody else, I can be your greatest friend or your worst enemy, either one. And to me, it's not about me, it's about how how you handle it, how you want to handle it. I do anything for anybody, but at the end of the day, I won't be made a fool of. Simple well, how do you get to that point? Because Brandon alluded to it, and 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 Pac. I mean, obviously, you can speak on I, this. I'm, I'm, how I'm, do you get to? Because everyone's human, and yeah. a, everyone has a trigger, and you hear enough of a lot of things about you. I mean, I've Nicki heard Minaj, enough of them. I've heard it all. Right. I've heard right. It all. But like Good Nicki Minaj in an interview, and she said humans are not designed to hear everyone's opinions about them. And social media has made it worse, obviously, because okay. now it's like in your palm in your hand. But how do you get to the point where it doesn't matter? Because at one point it had to, it had to feel at a type one of way. Point, that's, that's a long time ago, but I'm 64 years old. I, I'm not studying that shit no more. <laughs> Come on now, guys. Listen, right. if, 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 if I go to, if I go to the uh, grave, I'm gonna be dapping God. We had a hell of a, if I had a ball, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You sat down with so many amazing people, right? Yeah. And in the most intimate settings, right? When you feed somebody or cook for someone, give them that type of experience in their home, right? You see all of them. In those moments, you're seeing them in their most intimate setting. Like, what have you seen the best do when it comes to the outside perception and that public critique? Well, there's a lot of people that I know that have a no TV uh, policy in their homes. So like they do not watch, they do not read about themselves. Like basically their house is their sanctuary. 
and this is where they need to have peace. If there's anywhere else they need to have peace, it needs to be home. Mm. So whether it's their kids talking about certain things, you know, do not talk about that stuff at home. Um, do not, you know, put it on ESPN highlights if, you know, something happened today. Do not go on Twitter and read those comments. Do not go on YouTube and read those comments either because everyone is going to have something to say. It doesn't right. matter how yeah. great you are. Everyone has something to say about everybody. Right. You got something right. to say about Oprah. You got something to say about Gandhi. You have something to say about God. Right. Everyone has something to say right. about every single entity on this planet. And what I love that um, he said is basically like, it's really your perception, like how you are going to be perceived by somebody is up to them. But as long as you know yourself, you don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks. I know that social media on my neck. That's what I know for a fact. No, but you can't care about social media though. How do you deal with that? Because you had a moment when we first introduced you. Uh-huh. Great engagement. Uh-huh. Well, everybody loved the real world. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then there was a comment, there was like, uh, you know, twisting of words where the Beyonce to Kelly Rowland thing between I you and- I blame Shady McCoy for that. But I felt like you came in the studio the next day and I was like, Ash, you okay? And you said you had some other, you said, I'm tired. No, I genuinely was tired. But okay, so how yeah. do you deal with the comments? I think and it's definitely hard for women in sports. It's definitely hard for because you're already coming from a deficit, right? You're a woman, mm. you're a woman of color, you're a black woman. So you're at a negative already, right? So I think that it gets easier with time to kind of filter out and ignore it, like you say. But again, I'm human and yeah. things trickle through and it's like, damn, that stung a little bit. Right. But it's also the rationale that you come to. It's like, I can pack and say, oh, we don't need you here, you're a woman. Like we, this, let's keep the boys here. This is, this is a man's show. And I can have an opinion about that and go back at him, but is it gonna change his opinion? So it's like, you're almost talking to a wall. But here's the problem right now. And, and we talked about this earlier, where about the social media age and can you exist in the social media age. As athletes, we're taught, we don't read the fucking paper. We're not watching right. that stuff. The greats don't. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. As an athlete, you, if you let that come in, that creep in, that's when it fucks you up. Mm -hmm. But now in the social media world, you read in the comments, because you, you got to engage with your audience and your fans. So that now more creeps in. I don't read comments. I'm not on YouTube and, and, and listening to what the fans are saying about our episodes. I act like an athlete. When you talked about routine and structure, I'm still that same way. I'm not reading that shit. But in this age, everybody has to engage with their audience. So that's what I'm saying, It's Omar. also harder to avoid it. And I think that the natural response, like if I come up to you and I start firing off on you with my words, like people do behind a keyboard, your first reaction is always to defend yourself. It's a natural reaction. If someone just comes into your space and starts chirping, your first reaction is to be like, whoa, whoa, what did, like, what'd you just say? Not like, as an athlete. Right, and especially an athlete when you're a competitor and you're always on go, it's hard to turn that off I don't off see too sometimes. many athletes that's chirping and arguing with folks. All the time. Like maybe a fan, they be like, shit, athletes they argue all like the time. that. Arguing on Twitter, man. Arguing back and forth on Twitter. Katie had a whole with, burner with account with for it. Oh, I don't know. Ke I don't, Kevin Durant I don't had an know. entire burner era. account. Some so athletes do, do. I'm not saying that's all, but the great athletes are the ones that do a good job. You have those boundaries. Hey, don't turn on the TV. We're not reading the news. We're not doing that. 
That's what I'm saying. Of course, but I think it's also harder for the younger, this younger generation of athletes to do that because oh, their because life the is connected mm -hmm. to this. Mm -hmm. Their brand deals are connected to this. They're going yeah. on Instagram Live. They're going on Twitter. They're live tweeting, you know, games and, and communicating. It's, it's harder because their business right. that used to be separate is now all in the palm of their hand. So you, it's very hard to kind of trickle out and separate the bad from the good when everything is compounded into one entity, which is your phone. Let me ask you, yeah. Chef Danny, how do you deal with misperception when something's out there that's not inaccurate about you? How do you attack that? Whew. Um, usually, like, it's just posting the narrative that I want out there, to be honest. So it's just correcting it from my, mm. from my point of view. So whether it's my stories or, or a post that I do and then I'll have it in the captions and stuff, um, I do go on Twitter and that's pr pretty much where I kind of sound off a little bit more. But um, yeah, you will hear it from me because I'm very transparent. I've gotten into some wars on Twitter. I had to. No, you are can't you, go back and forth, girl. You can't go back and forth. I'm trying to tell <laughs> are you, are Yeah, you, you can't go back and forth. Me personally? Yes. I don't do that. Why? Why? Yeah, why? Because, and I say why, you got the earring in that says LT. You're LT, a human, but you're also a brand and you're a legend. So social media now is about monetization. If you're on social media, you could potentially generate more money. I heard that. <laughs> um. <laughs> He's like, I heard about the theory. Like, and? <laughs> What's your point? <laughs> no, but see, hey, no, I, guys, let me tell you something. I'm like this. Do I really want people to know where, where I'm at at 24 hours a day? No. What? What if, it, what if it generated another $300,000 a month? Would you do it? Uh, 300000 Uh, That's obviously I could. How much alimony would that pay? That's uh, cool. Seven. That's a good way to look at it. That's a little extra. I, I, I mean, <laughs> but, you know, but social media doesn't. If you, if you being on social media, they don't need to know where you are. You could be yeah, discreet on social no, media. No, but listen, listen. I, I mean, at the end of the day, come on out. At the end of the day, I can't control what goes on social media. You know what? Me and Trish would sit down and we try to dig on, uh, and my daughter will 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 have some stuff that she would would post out, but I don't do it. But then if you give somebody the opportunity to do it, then you have no control of what's going out there. Right. And you, know, you don't know right. what's what's going to be said and how people are going to view it and stuff. And I don't really give a girl <laughs> if they bother view it, but. Um, I'm happy just being me, guys. That's yeah. all. That's all I want to do is be me. So, so, so this is why this is why this conversation is important for me, right? And from a brand standpoint, athletes are brand like literally that that earring that you're wearing it's over the last risk. three to four years. Mm -hmm. It's been it's, it's come back. Saquon Odell, yes. Odell has mm -hmm. worn that, right? And and you inspired that, you know. But the problem now is that athletes, and it's corny saying, but it's it it, it gets to the point. We put the game. We put the fame before the game, right? Because, mm. like, this is the way. Like, look, I'm a football player. I'm going to handle my business. But now the business around football is so much bigger and greater. It is. Not the I know. Listen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never said this, saying that my, my approach to it isn't outdated because it probably is. Because now it's, it's a whole different story nowadays. The things that are around the NFL, or even this business you have right here, man. Hey. It wasn't for the NFL. My point. Yeah. Say it. Well, Say it. Huh? Say it. If it wasn't for the NFL, what? You wouldn't you have this. You, you, you right. <laughs>
no, I'm just kidding. That was our way out. That was our way out. I mean, listen, I mean, listen, hey, look, hey, 20 years ago, would a black man walk into a place with dreads and and Ooh. expect to, and expect to, to get a, a conference with um you know the head no. guys of this of Sony and right. such and such such no it wouldn't have no 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 Hell no. Well, I mean, right. you say 20 years ago, 2018, I was playing for your team, the Giants, mm -hmm. and they knew it was the end of my career. Mm -hmm. And uh, Network hit up my agent and said, because I just started growing out my dreads. Mm -hmm. It was like, yo, you, we love Brandon. We want him. But is he going to cut his hair? That was yeah. in 2018. I mean, Wow. Back in the day, they would, they, you couldn't have walk, walk around like that. But no. I think that's the same for women. When I was starting in my career, I would wear my hair curly often. And but you look good with curly hair. Well, thank you. <laughs> but I remember Time when, has changed. when I, more when I now. but yes, when yeah. I started working in television, they would say, you know, the straight hair works better. Can really? You? Yeah. Absolutely. My hair, my hair was damaged for years from constantly flat ironing it because it was the curls were not appreciated in the way that they are now. It was, this was like, what, eight years ago? It yeah. was, okay. yeah, the, the straight hair is, is just, it's natural better for hair TV. Natural hair is in vogue. Now they're making fake hair that looks like natural hair. But, no, and, that's no, a big, no, that's but a, it's crazy because even, Omar, even when I was a little girl, products for curly hair, products for any hair with a type of kink, any type of biracial hair, it was like looking for a needle in a haystack. It did not exist. And now it's drastically different. So it takes a while for things to change and people to go ahead and help push that change. It happens, but it's crazy when you're around to see that change actually happen. And, and we'll have more of these conversations for Black History Month, but I, what I've found over the last couple of years since 2020 is that the black experience can be different for other people. Like the men, the male, the mm -hmm, black man mm -hmm. experience is totally different than the black mm -hmm. woman experience. Cause I never thought that you guys had that challenge 1, on TV. 1000%, sure. I was going on E! News and honestly, like my publicist told me, she was like, what are you gonna do with your hair? That's when I was like, I went through a period of just wearing wigs. So I could just have the straight hair look all the time. Just Not only did I have straight hair, but I was a blonde just to make yourself more acceptable. Mm. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you could be a little well, bit more capicolente. I also, I also kind of went blonde because Beyonce is a blonde, so it wasn't fully that, but I was, I was a blonde Girl, and I had straight- you know straight... about Beyonce mentioning Beyonce name. I... <laughs> so let me ask you this question before we move on. Um, what type of advice would you give, you know, a black woman or any woman for that matter, as far as being themselves, being unapologetic, being fearless and I think the space is more conducive for that now because, you know, we were talking about this yesterday. There's more outlets for you to be original and to be authentic than it was 10 years ago. You yeah. know, at least from the broadcasting side, there used to only be the big networks. And if you didn't conform, you weren't getting a job. Now, platforms like this, All the Smoke, Yesterday, and a few others, it allows you to be more authentic. So I think that this next generation of journalists, and I'm only speaking from the journalistic standpoint because that's what I know, will have it a lot easier because there are going to be so many more options for them to choose from that they're not going to have to conform to something that's not authentic to them to get a job, to get their foot in the door. And 
I'm happy that I'm able, along with some other people in the industry, to kind of be a pioneer in opening those doors because it makes it a lot easier for them than it was for me when I was starting in my career. And what about you, Chef Danny? It was pretty much creating like enough value within myself and a brand so I can walk through, through these doors and be like, this is who I am and you can't change that. So just like she said, opening the doors for other people, but also kicking the door down of what people perceive what was sure. supposed like what it's supposed to be so um like you're like wow i didn't know a chef could look like that or do that or whatnot so it's just really just showing them that we're creatives we're all creatives and we're all our own businesses mm -hmm. and and own entities so how dare you try to change us and and conform us that's to so us. good that's so good i'm so like happy that we have y'all perspective on this season and on this platform now do you think uh, with the style of play that you play, do you think you could have played in this era? Yeah, if I didn't want a paycheck, yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> can kick me out of the game every, every week. Now, but yeah, I can play in an era. I think I can. I mean, I'm, I'm, I am rugged enough to play in this era. I've just, I don't know, it's, that's a hard question. Man. Could you have cleaned your game up though? The violence. The it was aggression. clean. That was clean as I could get it. I was clean. Then you can't play in yeah, this that, that, It might be. It might be a problem. It might be a problem. It might be a problem. I may have to um, play a different position. Maybe have to move to the inside, where uh, where it was. It's a little bit. Easy. Oh well. Only easy. Aaron Donald can move in the inside. Only. Oh, we're back. We're back to oh, Aaron no, Donald. No, don't do that. <laughs> huh? I play, what you mean? We I played, played inside. Huh? You too young. I played the when? Tell your history. Where? When? Oh my God. Okay. Tell me. Okay. See, he's about to school you. See how he, he sat oh up? Oh my God. Look what you made him do. He was comfortable. <laughs> Don't do what you did on okay. the inside the NFL a couple After years ago. After receiving two consecutive uh, uh, defensive player of the year, going into my third year, thought I should have got it my third year too, but <laughs> I played. Inside linebacker for Harry Carson. Harry Carson went down for 12 games. And I had to play inside. Yeah, but linebacker. I'm talking. You talking about defensive tackle. I'm talking tackle. about defensive tackle. He played defensive that too. That's what makes, to me, that's what whoa, makes whoa, Aaron whoa, Donald. Whoa. Aaron Donald don't Aaron play Donald. linebacker. That's what makes Aaron Donald. I know. But you young. But you, yeah, you, 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 you young. Hand in the dirt. Hand in the dirt. This is the center. You young. You the center. You young. Aaron Donald can do this. Boss. That's the center. You, you, the you, the, you the tight end. You the I tackle. You Aaron Donald can come out here and do this. Aaron Donald can what go back to the, to the linebacker. Yeah, you gotta you know, know your history. Well, you gotta go. Everything. You gotta go and look at. You know, I used to play inside. He did everything. I played except I would kick the dag on tackle out to the end, and I would play inside. He decided where he wanted to play Man, before the snap. I decided where I wanted to play. Wherever the weak link is, that's where I'm going. He created his own defense. Bill Parcells created it. No, Bill Parcells oh, after created him. It. What you talking about? After him, created it because of him. Let's get Bill on the phone right now. Let's call him. Let's FaceTime him. Listen. Let's FaceTime him. No, I'm going to see if I got his number. Listen. I got it. Let's FaceTime him. Bill created that defense because <laughs> of him. No. Like, no. he picked where happening. he wanted to play. <laughs> We're going to get to it. We're going to get Bill to ain't it. Picking up when no you face sit down time. with the greats, we want to know the history. Okay. We need to know. The, 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 the game needs to know. He ain't picking up. Call him. He might pick up for you. Or do y'all good? Because he said something. He said y'all have a love hate relationship. Yeah, I'd love to hate each other. Where y'all at now? No, no, we good. We always good. Bill is not but picking this up is, FaceTime. This is a, this is, well, I mean, we're back to Aaron Donald, but this is, we were talking about this 
in production, pre-production about the layers of greatness. And I think that when we talk about goats and we talk about greatness, some people have a very specific idea of what that looks like, what that person looks like. You know, we talk about Tom Brady and outside of, you know, his recent personal issues, there hasn't been anything about Brady Right. That can make anybody but say, it's the era. Right. Does that right. era you think But I'm that's like, my point. Does not, do why? people acknowledge the layers of greatness, and that greatness doesn't always come in one form, one no. persona, one look, one career, one lifestyle? That it can exist. It's a very broad spectrum of what right. that looks like. Is Joe it Montana's fair that still people, my man. He's still my man. I mean, let's just say, hey, a, a great quarterback stuff. Hey, I'm still with Joe Montana. I'm not, I'm not I'm not I'm not going with uh, Tom Brady. Why? Tom man, listen. Tom Brady got all the rules on his side. You can't touch him. You know, he said, listen, they, they, they got, they, you can't touch him. If you hit him, if you breathe on him, they're gonna throw a flag. I don't understand how he drops back eight yards and he's sitting in a little cocoon and they're not sending people at him. Why Why did well, the defense not sending people? Man, let me tell you something. See, and that would have been a penalty because if, 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 if I was playing, if I'm playing, I'm hitting him every, every play. I, but listen, I, even if I had this pat on my ass, I was right, I was right there beside you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Were you smacking Joe? Oh, yeah, Montana. But yeah, I tell you a good story, bro. Did you take it easy on Joe, like going into a game? I don't take it easy. Okay. I play fair. I don't play dirty, but I'm gonna give you what I got because you deserve that right to have what I got. You know, I'm gonna let you sit there and pussyfoot with you, and and and, and you didn't paid your money already to see the game. You You're know? gonna tell us a story. So we sitting there, and you know, back in the day where you know you can you run out, you run out of the um, the pocket. He's heading for the sideline. So, and I'm just, I'm coming up and I'm right on him. The sideline right here. So, hey, listen, you know, you know you're not going to hit him because you got respect for him. So you're not going to hit him, you know, try to knock him into the, the bleachers or something. So I just, hey, I just let him run out of bounds. Some turned up, though. Went <laughs> he and got 12 more yards and, 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 got the, um, and got the first down. I walked over to him just as nice as I could. I said, motherfucker, you do that again, I will fuck you up. <laughs> he said, and he apologized. He said, you know what? You're, you're absolutely right. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Um, and he apologized. So. In the game? Me and him. Yeah. In the okay. game. Okay. But Pat, I, I want to. I'm so sorry. Is there another story like that? I don't know. Like MJ, Bill Parcells, Phil Sims. Like, man, that's that's the history right there. Is there another story like that that you can give us? Those legendary moments? Anything. It's you. Anything. Like, when you tell that, that story right there, yeah. I know it's a regular story to you, but it ain't a regular story to us athletes. Like, we like, what? Athletes. He's, he said, he was finna do it. He said, I told that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> it's simple. It's simple. I mean, there's stories everywhere. Just John Elway. John Elway, we only played him a couple times a year. Bill okay. Parcells. Bill what about Parcells? Bill? We just, we talked, we caught. We, Bill Parcells. Y'all got two alphas in the same facility every okay, single Okay, I mean, I can, I can tell you one, one, everybody knows this story about Bill Parcells when I first got there. Yes. You know, you know everybody knows that. We went from the 
one defense to the the three four defense went to the three four defense and I was just a rookie so you know my first day in in training camp so and I was on the third team you know for, I stayed on the third team for about 10 minutes <laughs> and then and then I was on second team for like about five, five minutes five three to five minutes and then they, they put me on, on the um, first team. Well, that week of practice, we well, that couple of weeks of practice, we practiced. And, and man, I'm telling you, I'm doing, telling everything, I'm studying everything. And I was the best athlete out there. You know, I mean, they didn't have a player like me. That's of true. course. I know. And every play, Parcells was on my ass. Every play. It's like, I couldn't do nothing right. I mean, I could rush the quarterback just about to tackle him. He throws the ball down, throws the ball 50 yards downfield. I turn around and knock the pass down, and he said, what the f*** you doing down there? Why are you there? Why are you downfield 50 yards? He ain't supposed to be down there. So he just kept on to a point I wanted to quit. You know, so I went to Bill Parcells. I mean, the folks, and I said, hey, you know, you can you can trade me, you can cut me, you can put John Scorpan back in here uh, in front of me. I don't care what you do. But I say, I, I, I don't work like that. I can't play football like that. If you, you yell at me every play, I said, no. So I say, listen, you, you're gonna have to get the hell off my back. <laughs> and Parcells, he looked at me, he said, okay, I'm gonna let you do it your way. But when you screw up, Mm. You got to do it my way. Ooh. I said, okay. Bill ain't say to me for the next 10 years. <laughs> what about any, any stories involving my Dallas Cowboys? No, they suck. <laughs> Bill Belichick was on that team, right? Yeah, did you, ever, did, you have some time with Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick was, when, when, when I first got there, he was assistant special team coach. In year two, he was special team coach. In year three, when Parcells got the head job, he became mm -hmm. the defensive coordinator. I went to the office and, asked, and I asked uh, Parcells, I said, what the hell are you doing? I said, no, I'm not going to be coached by Bill, uh, Bill Belichick. He said, let me tell you something else. He said, listen, all the defenses that we run right now, he said, hey, they're all designed by Bill Belichick. Hmm. I gave him a chance, allowed him to go ahead and uh, do it uh, loud, but I mean, with me, you know. You said it right. You said it right. We spoke about Tom Brady and how he's not your GOAT, and we talked about Bill Belichick, and the conversation was when Brady left New England and went to Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay, whatever you want to call it, you know, the conversation was, does Tom need Bill or does Bill need Tom? Who's mm. more responsible for the success of the others? So what do you think? I think um, Belichick is... is um, is responsible for his development once he got out there and started doing this thing. But was, I still think the NFL has something to do with it. They don't let nobody hit him. If you had to, if you had to pick one, you, 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 you are the owner of the new uh, new franchise. Okay. And you had to pick either Bill Belichick or Tom Brady. You going with the head coach or you going? Yeah. Bill Belichick or Tom oh, Brady. or Tom Brady in his, in his prime mm -hmm. to start your organization. Number one move. To start my organization. Damn. I'm telling you the truth. 
I'm taking Belichick. Ooh. Really? I'm taking Belichick. He's the coach. He's going to find other players. He's going to find players out there that, that, that can play. And long as they can uh, uh, tune into his system, his, his what he has going up there. I don't know what's going up there, but <laughs> what he has going up there. Because I'll tell you what, he's complicated. Sometimes he used to come, we'd go to practice and stuff, and and he, he'll wake me up and and. In a, in a meeting, <laughs> listen, he said, wake he me said, up. Yeah. Hey, you, you, caught that, right? you, you caught that, right? You caught that, right? He said, wake me up. Excuse me. We're, we're, we're doing something here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. 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 Thank you for joining us. Right. Right. Sometimes he will wake you up. Hey, yeah. And just the audacity of that man to wake you up during a meeting. How rude of him. Finish that and tell the people how you used to sleep when you came to practice. No, 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 no. Well, it's not that I, I slept. I mean, <laughs> it's a little cat nap, right? I, I a little mean, cat nap. <laughs> long night. <laughs> but how did but they, listen, go ahead. How do they tolerate that, though? What? Because, first of all, I've been playing this defense for Dagon five, six years now. Who knows Dagon stack cover two better than I did? Who knows it? I know you don't know tack, 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 hey, uh, who knows cover three better than I do. Who knows that they're going to pass the that pass the um, the um, Russian routes better than I do. Yeah, but when you're playing against the Cowboys and they go trips right, and then they we flare. don't care. It, it, I don't care how many people listen. I'm getting, now, when I was early, my early career, yes, I I couldn't fix who is what, so I didn't know what the hell was going on. But now, now I'm in year six. I'm in year seven. I'm in year eight. I'm in year nine. And you can't sit. You can't sit. Line them up anywhere on that deck on football field. That I don't know what they're doing. There's nowhere. I'm saying, listen. If I if it goes to your greatness. Though. If I dig on find if I if there's a guy out there that that I don't know what he's doing, then they got 13 people on the field. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So when he woke you up, when he woke you up, what did he tell you? But he told me what I already knew. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he was like, you woke me up for this? <laughs> I knew that already. Come on. He told me what I already knew. I mean, he was talking about, all right, where do you go and so and so. And where did, and I, and not only I go this and that. I tell you, everybody goes. I know, listen, you can't run a defense that I don't know. Right, right, right. You can't do it. It's impossible. <laughs> I just, I just find, I just find that some of the greatest athletes have this crazy uh, sports IQ, right? Whether it's basketball, football, and it's you can't really explain it. You know, you go out there, you feel it, and the coach is like, "Why the hell you do it?" I just can't. I was very, 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 very lucky. I got a coach like Bill Parcells. Then I had a defensive coordinator like Belichick. I had an owner like the Marister who allowed me to do a whole lot of things, but they should have <laughs> sent me home a long time ago. Some great teammates. Every time I went out on that football field, I had fun. Mm. It wasn't until later on after year 10, year 11, then it's really it's no, no more fun. Hmm. Do you think you'd still be regarded as one of the goats had you had not had all those things you just mentioned? 
if I didn't have it. You had a different experience if it wasn't that experience. Belichick and 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 Bill Parcells. Would the outcome of your career had have you still? Played, been I mean, I don't care where I would have gone. I would have been a good player. Yeah. But uh, I think I was really lucky to get um, Belichick and Parcells at at, at this stage of, of coaching because both of them was out to prove something. Mm. You know what? And and luckily, so was I. So. Um, yeah. Who created the Big Blue uh, Wrecking Crew? The Big Blue Wrecking Crew? Yeah. Founding members, myself, Harry Carson, Brad Van Pelt, and Brian Kelly. Mm. Mm. So, appreciate you coming on. Uh, to end the show, you know, it's always a blessing, you know, to hear from, from you guys and, and the, those amazing You stories. guys, we mean the old guys? The legends. Oh, you mean the old guys? You mean the the mature guys? And we really, but we we we're the really pioneers. not we're really not um, saying it right. There's good. There's OGs. great. There's OGs. There's legends. But like he's up the there goats. with he's a a, goat. the goats, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the only defensive player to want win so, league MVP. So the you know, appreciate all the stories. Um, but to end the show, I want to hear, you know, what does the next 10 years look like for you? Me and OJ uh, uh, Anderson, we have a company together, uh, um, which we do um, trade shows and stuff. We have a first team marketing. We cater to diverse suppliers, you know, and um, that's, that's, that's doing pretty well. And um, actually, you know, I, I just enjoy it. I, I had number... 14, my, of number 15, 14th or 15 of my, 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 my youngest grandchild. My oldest is in, um, is, uh, is over 21, is in the army. I don't know, I just, um, you it happy? doesn't you take, happy? It, doesn't you happy? it doesn't take much to make you me happy? happy. It doesn't take much. Give me two fish sandwiches, I'm happy. <laughs> so you're happy? Yeah, I'm happy, I'm happy. You know, I, 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 I got my love of my life Aww. with me. And um, yeah, I am. I'm ecstatic. I'm, I'm happy as hell. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I couldn't think. You know what? And for a while, I thought I could never be happy again. Mm. But I am. I'm happy. Why did you think you could never be happy? Life. You know. Sometimes every time you, it's, it's the, no matter how much you plan, something always goes wrong. It's always gonna be a bump in the road. It's always yeah. gonna be. That's always gonna be a bump somewhere. Yeah, was it your love of your life? Was the one that got you out of that rut? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, uh, uh, this, this, you know, shoot, a couple of years ago I was a mess, but um, I'm cool now. It's good. Yeah, I'm cool. You look good, brother. Appreciate you guys rocking with I Am Athlete. Another episode with a goat. Um, don't forget to subscribe. The goat. Like. Himothy. Download Himothy. wherever you get your he podcast. Himothy <laughs> Lawrence. Himothy. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We had to fight to get a meal. Yeah. Wrongfully accused. We had to fight to get a pills. That's why we right to get a deal. He on the team. He got to eat, you know. Despite, Despite your skills. Facts. Keep it riding for the fam. You got to like that we're getting real straight up. But in the past bad. Work up in the trash bag. I'll pass a lot to take the test before I pass class. Yeah. And my family needed bread. I had to come correct. That's why I keep airing it out like I just passed gas.
The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call. Text or chat 988 for free confidential support anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.